0: So here we are for another in the hot seat and today I'm really pleased to have Jess Carter who is our communication specialist on the Morgan James Consulting team. Welcome to the hot seat Jess. Thank you. And I just want you, could you just share with everybody, you've got a fantastic background, the reason we sort of grabbed you with both hands when we found you and, and asked you to join the team. Just give us a little bit about, a little bit about your media background please. Okay, Um, I've been a journalist since I was 19.
1: Um, I have worked in Hong Kong and America before coming back to work in the UK. I've worked in radio, newspapers, um, ended up working in TV, done all sorts of amazing things. I went to um, New Orleans after the hurricane. I went to Thailand after the tsunami. I've done some election filming in the US with uh, Bill Turnbull. So um, all sorts of fun and exciting things in my journalism career. Um,
0: and now and now we've got you the pinnacle as the communications specialist at Morgan James Consulting how do you beat that but it's, it's brilliant to have you I, I really wanted to uh, speak to you to get to grips with how media is changing in particular because I know it's been such strange time for you and for so many other journalists over the past four months because you're used to really interacting with your interviewees and now every, everything is on zoom isn't it so how has technology and, and, and lockdown changed all of all of that, the way that you produce news these days?
1: Mm, um I mean, there's, there's the technical stuff around using Zoom, which, which people may or may not know around, you know, having a light in front of you and looking at the camera and, you know, in the way that you communicate. Um, for a journalist, um, it's good and bad really, because obviously face-to-face interviewing somebody, you have much more empathy, you potentially get much more out of the story, you have a sense of the surroundings. If you're writing, um, that informs all sorts of information for you rather than it just being this sort of very straight channel. Um, Um, However, it has opened up lots more opportunities to talk to people that you might otherwise not have spoken to um, because I think there would have been a lot of pressure previously to go to the location or to have the interviewee come to you, particularly in broadcasting for quality purposes, they'd rather have the bum on the seat um, than down the line Uh, and now that's all gone out the window because everyone has just accepted that it's the information that's required and that the quality therefore has to Um, potentially um, be reduced a bit in order to get it, but but that opens the door for more people.
0: Actually, it's made the production of news significantly cheaper in some ways, hasn't it? Uh, And obviously it continues to change and and I I find watching the news these days, so much of the content is being made by and led by audience interest. Can you just share a little bit about how can businesses capitalise on those changes?
1: Well I'd say really, leading off from what I'd previously said, it's a chance for them to get in front of journalists who may not otherwise have been aware of them. So if you are able to use your own uh, media, your iPhone or whatever to film some of what you're doing and share it with a press release, it's going to grab more attention than a general press release would. They may want to use your pictures. I've certainly worked on campaigns where we have talked the client through what to produce and so we've talked them through which pictures to produce, we've talked them through um, how to do an interview and it's all been clipped up and sent to a journalist and been used on national tv so um, it certainly puts you in front of of more viewers that way. Um, Yeah I just think it's obviously... I feel obviously strongly that the, the previous way of doing it was better, but this is the, the the way we live now, and who knows how long it will go on for? Um, I do think that we will go back to a more traditional way of doing things when we can, um, because you can't write off quality forever. Uh, but it's great that you know we're all able to do this right now. Don't
0: you? Don't you find? actually in some ways it's almost making the journalists redundant. There must be a a real fear in the industry that so many people that have have earned their living through producing fantastic copy, producing fantastic film footage, uh, brilliant interviews, that the public are doing it for themselves. Is, Is there a fear in the industry at the moment? Um... I don't think so. I mean, I think there are
1: certainly pressures on the industry financially. You can see from the BBC laying off, I think, about 400 people that, you know, certainly belts are being tightened um, and partly as a result of COVID. I think in terms of having a a good interview, an insightful interview, producing great pictures, producing a package that's going to stand the test of time Um, you still need professionals doing that job you need professionals writing briefs doing the producing doing the interviews um, doing the filming cutting the films all that kind of thing it's a nice idea to maybe think that sort of citizen journalism is going to take over and i do think it has its 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 role particularly in breaking news because the news crews can't get on site in time and if members of the public are there filming then obviously those pictures are going to be used but i'd say for the pre-planned stuff we do still need to stick to proper journalists but obviously
0: I would say that yeah, well you but you, you would I mean in, in, in my days back in BBC radio many many years ago when I was a, a, a journalist for a, a short period of time a few years I remember uh, people saying Do you know what, you haven't really got a war unless Kate AD shown up uh, exactly. and, I, and I, th- I think the quality of the product that you get from that real eyes and ears boots on the ground reporting yeah. Is, yeah. It's just second to none, isn't it? That yes, you can have various snapshots and people can can do their bit, but that real nose for a story and how do we package a story that is uh, engaging, palatable, interesting, shocking sometimes for the for the general public? You really need professional eyes and ears on the ground to do that.
1: You do, you do yeah. And for <clears throat> impartiality as well, obviously that's really important for analysis that's impartial. You know, that's what journalists are for. They're not coming at it from a particular point of view.
0: I mean, thinking about it from a business perspective, Um, can you just share what are the crucial lessons that marketing or communications directors or with small businesses, MDs need to take on board in order to really make their story stand out? Uh, The first thing I would
1: say is to be timely, Um, really frequently I'm working with clients at the moment who think it's okay for there to be a a news story on a Monday which they think they might like to respond to on Thursday and that's obviously completely pointless because it's fish and chip paper by then so um, you've got to be prepared to respond and react straight away the flip side of that is actually looking at the big picture and thinking about how your company or business might fit into that. Um, so for example, I know you did your cakes for kindness campaign, which started off as a sort of heartfelt personal gesture. Actually now you're about to do your 10,000th cake. I know, yeah. So- okay yeah so you know something like that you know the that started as a reaction to covid and community lockdown so it started from a sort of authentic point of view but it has actually turned into a story because the bigger picture is um is covid um and it's actually a kind of happy news story which makes a change from the miserable news stories and so you can look at the landscape and try to identify where your business might fit into the bigger picture and then target stories accordingly you you, you can definitely sort of make hay while the sun shines in, in this scenario, and it doesn't have to be a global pandemic, it's, it's any story that um, hits the headlines that you may be able to have a sort of lateral point of view on. Um, I'm working With some education people at the moment and um, you know we talked about when Boris had his baby what might schools look like when he goes to school when he's five you know that sort of thing so that's not a direct um, link to the story but it's an interesting kind of fun uh, way of looking at it.
0: What's, What's the best lockdown story that you've either heard or reported on yourself in the last 16 weeks or so? Oh my goodness,
1: the best lockdown
0: story. God that's a challenge. I'm Um, sorry I'm throwing a curveball in there haven't I? (laughs) Slightly, yeah.
1: Um, There must have been a baby born or something like that that I will have, um, in fact you know what, I have a colleague, I'm I'm currently doing uh, some cover for someone who's on paternity and his baby was born in the lift on the way to the maternity ward and he is taking his paternity for six months rather than a shorter time because he wanted to be in a sort of bubble uh, with obviously his his new family and his uh, parents and in-laws so they're in a lockdown bubble and the baby was born in the lift so there you go.
0: Oh that's I mean absolutely beautiful (laughs) a little bit of a shock and probably not so pleasant for Otis when they were asked to come and (laughs) and clean it but fantastic job. Can you give me three top tips? for when either individuals or businesses are submitting their news footage to news desks, what are the three definite don't dos that they need to think about when trying to present their stories?
1: Okay, don't film everything in portrait, make sure you're filming in landscape. Don't wave the camera around too fast, sort of looking for lots of different shots, it's actually much better to hold a shot for a certain length of time and then hold another shot and then hold another shot. Because if someone's gonna be editing it, that makes it a lot easier for them. Uh, Make sure that audio quality is great because uh, bad audio will just sort of kill off any amount of um, good footage. And if you are actually speaking, don't speak in a monotone make sure that your voice has some cadence to it and that you know you emphasize key points that you want to be emphasized because it makes it a much more interesting listen
0: perfectly emphasized thank you so much Jess really fantastic yeah. to see you today and looking forward to working with you throughout the year and and hopefully meeting for further discussions face to face over a glass of wine
1: lovely sounds perfect
0: thank you great to see you Jess take care yes. bye bye